Now, it's time for Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Here's your hosts, Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Casey Hendrickson. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, where we help you envision your home's potential, at least when you listen to this program. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. And online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. If you want to take a listen to previous episodes of the program or send us some hate mail, go to mtwiceshow.com. Hate mail is automatically forwarded to Chris, by the way. Joel and I don't want to deal with it. No. Yeah, we got better things to do. Chris doesn't do anything all day. So <laughs> you can go ahead and uh, send him the hate mail, and he will address it promptly. All right, guys. So we got a couple of things we can uh, chat about. We talked about bringing this up a couple of times over the past couple of weeks, but you know, there's obviously a lot of DIY shows out there, and there's a lot of people out there who feel that they can hop onto YouTube or whatever it is and learn how to be a master home remodeler. Anybody can do it, right, Joel? Uh, pretty much, yeah. 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 And, and Chris has pointed out numerous times, you don't really need to go to school and get an education to be a designer. All you have to do is have a good eye and a YouTube account. You're going to be good to go. <laughs> so I've run into a couple of articles that uh, have the DIY versus professional contractor, pros and cons and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I, have, have you guys had to go into a lot of projects where you had to fix somebody else's work? Sometimes contractors, I go, let's be honest, some of those contractors are just YouTubers who are <laughs> trying to Google this stuff. Um, or have you done some stuff where the homeowner tried to tried to do something and then it didn't really work out and they realized they got in over their head? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say a lot, but it's it's happened in the past for sure. You know, you walk in and or they'll call you and say, hey, I thought maybe I could do this and I can't. <laughs> yeah. That puts them in a bind, though, because oh, yeah. now you've got to come in and fix their, their problems, which might cost more than it would have cost to begin with, depending on what damage they've done. Uh, but now they've <laughs> got to come out of pocket when they didn't they didn't think they're going to have to come out of pocket. And sometimes you can't f- fix what was done. Yep. You just got to say, hey, we got to burn the whole house down. Sorry, I got to start over. No, nope. we just have to work around. Just get the dog. What was, what was done. Yeah. Work around it. Work can't around even, it. Can't even fix it. Not unless you want to tear out a floor or... Mm. Or uh, actually, working with one right now, where we uh, they went ahead and selected some exterior stone, and it was the wrong color because they didn't consult with us in advance. So now we're having to restain all the exterior stone. Wow, well, that's, that's like cheap, right? Oh, oh yeah, that's no, yeah. that's nothing. It's better than that's tearing nothing. off the old and replace or new well, and replacing yeah, it with new. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, I, I thought from a design perspective, he was going to say no. Somebody picked like uh, plum purple for, for the paint inside, and you're like, we can't fix that. Sorry. Oh, there's, that's easy to fix. There's paint, no paint's paint. That's easy. <laughs> but you know, I had uh, one client that we were working with. They remodeled their bathroom, and we made the selections. But whoever they hired to do the work had never worked with natural stone. And if you know natural stone, when you're working with it, you work out of several boxes to get an even oh, distribution. They worked out of one box at a time. So when you walked uh, in, the, it, you had all this dark in one spot, all this light in one spot. Uh-huh. And that was a situation where you can't tear out. You could tear out the floor, but it's not worth I mean, the cost involved in right. taking it out and replacing it. You just have to kind of sometimes live with it and kind of work around it. No, we meant to do so that. So you just get a bunch of rugs in that situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and or then, you say it's like Art Nouveau. And then they picked out the wrong paint color themselves. And anyway, so we had to go in and kind of pull it all together as best we could. And 
do things to kind of take your eye away from the floor. You'll notice in a lot of these these uh, DIY shows too, because that's where a lot of people get these ideas. Oh, I can totally do it. And we've talked about how unrealistic the DIY mm-hmm. shows are and how they lie to you uh, in the production process. We did that a couple of weeks ago. If you want to listen to that episode, go to mtwishow.com. It's a really good episode, actually. Um, actually? What do you mean, actually? <laughs> You're right. They're, they're, all, they're all at least somewhat listenable. But that was a good one. Okay. Okay. There's like two shows that are good. And... <laughs> Sorry, folks. I have not slept in like three weeks. Um, but you have the these shows, even in those shows where they paint an unrealistic expectation of what you can accomplish on your own, there's still all these projects where somebody, now we finally had to call in my dad who's been a contractor for 50 years, or we had to call in uh, his friend who's been a contractor for 20 years or whatever. Those things still happen in these these shows. A lot of times, like first-time flippers and stuff like that, they're trying to save money by flipping on their own, and they've never done it before. And they end up having to call professionals in, even on a lot of these shows. Um, so it's this article. Where is this? This is on Curbed.com. I don't know if you all have heard of that. Um, but they're just they're kind of going through various things on uh, what to tackle yourself and what to leave to the professionals. So if you were to offer advice, if somebody were to come to you guys and say, hey, what is something to save money? What is something that I could do myself that is unlikely for me to screw up and then I can have you guys come in and do the other stuff? Tear out. Demo. Okay. Just destroy stuff. It's hard to screw up destroying stuff, uh, although uh, it can happen. It, it can happen, but... I've seen some people uh, tear some things out without shutting off the electricity. I've seen that happen. Oh, I've seen some plumbing damage in the past. And just knowing what to tear out. Uh, swinging an stuff. axe through, through a wall next yeah. to the bathroom, that's a totally good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would, say, I would agree with Joel. Tear out's probably the only thing I would tackle on my own <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anymore. Chris won't even admit that some people have a good eye for color. He won't even admit it. Oh, sure they do. A lot of people do. Just not as good as you. Well, no. I wouldn't say that. But I would. I would say that. Some people have a very good <laughs> eye and a very good knack. They just need somebody to reassure that their choices are right. There's not a lot of people who can pull off wearing red, brown, and beige all at the same time. But you did it. I did. You I'm, did it today. That's because I'm a pro. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you don't like it. <laughs> uh, if I wanted to look like dirt, I'd roll in the mud. Uh, that's just me. Oh. That's just me. Um, so anyway... I always make fun of him when he wears this shirt. Yeah, that's why I wore it today, because I knew I'd get (laughs) hassled. He knew it. Uh, What else do we have here? It's okay. We'll get to Joel here in a minute. Joel got rid of the bird's nest. We'll talk about that. Uh, I didn't recognize him at first. Well, that's what happens when you do it yourself. Instead of getting a professional, he didn't go to to a barber, and the whole thing is gone. Uh, All right. So basically, demo. Anything else that people could do? Well, you know, it, it just depends on your ability level what what you know what you're comfortable with uh there's there's a guy that we're working with right now that his father was an electrical engineer pretty competent when it comes to that kind of thing so they're planning on doing the electrical themselves that's fine you know i mean as long as it's to code and you know what you're doing and i've seen some of the work that they did previous to this so i feel confident saying yeah I'm, i'm okay with that but you know, it, it depends on your skill level, what you're, what you feel good about okay. doing. I mean, setting tile. If you've never set tile before, I wouldn't say start with the walk-in shower. No, try try a backsplash. You know, because tile's really not. It well, seems like it would be easy. But stick now. You don't even have to worry yeah, about you doing it the right way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chris's eye twitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let me just let me just tell you what they have here for DIY, um, which is kind of interesting with the story that Chris was telling us earlier. 
Uh, one thing that you can do on your own is buy the materials. No. No. To save Chris, money. Chris, this is to save you, money, yep, right? Yep, yep. You can do it on your own. These are projects you can do on your own. You can go buy the materials, even if you're not doing the install, but you can buy the materials on your own to save money. And Chris just gave us a prime example of why that may not be a good idea. Uh, well, you're not wrong colors. Save, you're not going to save money anyway because, and I, I know we've talked about this in the past, uh, businesses, like the margins that, like as a contractor, I'll get better deals from my from builder from the building material company, and then that is where I can cover some of the unbillable things that I have mm-hmm. that are part of part of every job. So if that gets taken away, one, you're not going to get as you're not going to get the numbers that I get from you know like I can buy it for less expensive, and you and you end up paying the same amount. Uh, that you would pay if you just went and got it, but then what happens is you're taking away some of the margins that I would have from that, and I have to make up for it somewhere. So if you tell me I'm going to go, I'm going to buy the materials, that's fine. But you're, you need to understand I'm going to charge more for my labor to make up for those unbillable things that I that I can't, the, the things that I, the hours that I have into the project that I can't bill for. Mm-hmm. So you're not saving money. Okay, Chris, anything to add? Well, I kind of agree with Joel. I mean, and, and personally, just from years of experience, just before I was even in this business, it's, I tried to do some of those things on my own, and it always comes back to bite you. But uh, I would let the professionals purchase the materials just because, first of all, if I'm doing tile, I'm not going to measure it and figure it out and try to get the right quantities. And um, I, you know, just I just prefer that the contractor take care of it all. And how many times have you told us? And you just again, just gave us another example. But how many times have you told us over the past couple of years that they didn't get the right thing? And now we've got to deal with they spent all that money on that stuff, and some of it can and cannot be returned. And you know that what people don't realize too is sometimes when you're like tile, for example, if you're measuring your own tile, oh, I can figure it's ten by twelve. It's you know 120 square feet. Well, you have to add a ten percent buffer there so that you in case some are damaged well, or for waste for waste and if you don't do that you're going to be short and then you try to go back and buy the same product again sometimes it's there sometimes it's not so let the professionals take care of it because right. they've already got all that figured in so we disagree on the first thing but there's more the asbestos one's kind of funny we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes Ooh. here on news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel Hey, welcome back to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, where we help you envision your home's potential, or at least give you ideas on how to destroy your house. And that's if you do it on your own, of course, and not hire a professional. And we want to thank Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And, of course, Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them online at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Of course, any questions or comments, anything like that, you can go to mtwiceshow.com and send us a message. We also have the previous podcast episodes of these radio shows on the website. So we're talking about um, DIY versus getting a professional. There's an article on Curbed.com uh, that is curbed with a B. If you if you put a V in there, you might um, you might get in trouble with your boss at work if you're doing oh, this work. Nice. So be real careful. Curbed.com. Um, so we left off on disagreeing with the first thing that you can do on your own. They say, hey, on your own, go buy your own materials. No big deal. 
you can do that DIY. But as we have highlighted repeatedly on the show, that can be a big, big mistake if the uh, the homeowner goes out and does that on their own instead of allowing their professionals to handle that. Uh, and Chris has done a pretty good job of explaining that over the past several months, and he gave several examples today of how that can be a real liability and cost you more money in the long run. And as Joel pointed out, it's probably not going to save you anything anyway. So just let the professionals handle it, save yourself the hassle, and uh, alleviate the risk of mistakes. Uh, then they say for uh, for professionals, you want to have them for structural repairs. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. No way. <laughs> that whole load-bearing wall thing? Myth. Yeah, Fake, yeah. News. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah. I've never seen a house come down because somebody took out a load-bearing wall. Come on. It's never <laughs> happened. Some houses don't even have walls, guys. Well, again, that, there's a lot more involved in that than even just load-bearing because sometimes I've run into many circumstances where somebody wants to take out a wall, but you can't because your your ductwork is going up to the second floor, your plumbing is going up to that second floor, so you have to be very careful. But in San Francisco, that's a feature. We were just talking about that off-air, what, two weeks ago? Like in San Francisco, they had that, that construction beam going right through the kitchen that you'll trip on and die, like every time you're in the kitchen, and they're like... Oh, it's like a, what is it? What they call it, like an industrial accent incentive or something like that? Or is it for earthquakes? Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's just it's like if, if you go to the right of the kitchen, you're going to trip over this stupid thing because you have to step over. If you go to the left, it's going to clothesline you. Like, but it's right in the middle of the kitchen, diagonally, like a 45 degree angle. Oh, that's very cool. See, it's a feature. Mm-hmm. Okay, so show off your ductwork. That's at the architecture. Too. Absolutely. Well, no, we're not going to expose ductwork. <laughs> not that type. I'm all for, I'm all for industrial pop, but that's not. Uh, quite how you get there. <laughs> Live dangerously, people. Take there risks. But that's right. Yeah, just just before you tear out a wall, make sure you, there's nothing in that wall that's going to be a problem. Like raccoons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that Personal experience. I've, I've run into bats. Have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had bats in, in Las Vegas when I did pest control. That's why I got rid of the beard. Yeah. Oh, is that what happens? <laughs> I had a... Had a had a run in with a bat. <laughs> was nesting. For those of you just tuning in, Joel walked in without his beard. He's been growing the beard. Well, two years, right? You've had the beard? Yeah, I had, I had we cracked for two one. Years. We cracked one bird's nest joke last week, and he comes in, the beard is gone. Yeah, his beard shaved. And, and we're talking about <laughs> DIY versus getting a professional. And so obviously, Joel shaved his own beard by himself. Probably trying to do a light trim. He's like, no, no, it's been two years. It's it's, it's time to yeah. time to make a change. Yeah, really. It was supposed to be a light trim. He just screwed up. Should have gone to a professional, man. I don't know. There there was a bunch of you know. You got to clear out the undergrowth uh. so you don't have a forest fire. He got to thin out the underbrush. Uh, and yeah, so it just one thing led to the, not- to uh. the next. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, <laughs> they did say on DIY light demolition. So you guys agree with that? You pointed that out yeah, right, right, when we started right, yeah. this thing. Light demolition. All right, uh, asbestos. Save the money. Do it yourself. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. I don't buy that for just, a second. I just wonder, I mean, I wonder what the fine is with the EPA. If, Who cares? Uh, you <laughs> You're not supposed to throw away your CFL your bulbs. Is. You know, the CFL bulbs are Congress mandated, which yeah. are garbage bulbs anyway. You're not right. supposed to throw those away. It's against the law. You can't do that. Do they even make those anymore? I don't think they make they them They still anymore. make them, but people are, are now wise enough to go to LEDs, right. Um, right. which happened, of course. And the thing is, LEDs were coming out at the same time the CFL bulbs are coming out, and everybody was like, no, LEDs are like way better than CFL. Like, but Congress is like, we have investments in CFL companies, so let's mandate CFL bulbs. And and uh, now people are buying LEDs because they've come down in price quite a bit. Uh, they don't get hot. They're safer. You can throw them away without it being a problem. And they're much more flexible with lighting. Flexible 
last longer. Energy efficient, last Much longer. Better. Yeah, they're better in literally every way possible. Yes, correct. Um, and they just keep improving them. So. Right, but people still throw their CFL bulbs away. Well, yeah. Yeah. Don't think about the mercury. It's illegal. I know. You can't do that. You're supposed to take it to recycling. It's supposed to be a fine. Well, I wish or, you had And if one breaks, that. you're supposed to call uh, an environmental Hazmat. cleanup company, Hazmat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. In New Jersey, you can get a big legal trouble if you break a CFL bulb and you don't call the government. Big trouble in New Jersey. Hmm. Everything is like that in New Jersey. Well, yeah. It's a garden <laughs> state, but having your own garden is illegal, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm not making that up. That is true. Because I did a story a couple of years ago about a woman who had a tiny little garden in her yard in New Jersey, and she got fined heavily for having it. That's hilarious. Because she was growing food without a permit. In, oh, In the Lord. garden state. <clears throat> the garden state. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Talk about regulating. Well, you know, in uh-huh. Indiana, you have to be... Uh, Licensed to Hoosier. You have to be licensed to what? Hoosier. So. What? Okay, it's too early for me to get that. <laughs> Just I mean, Joel non beer jokes are not as good as. <laughs> Was that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> <Messing> around. <laughs> <laughs> We're all looking I'm at just, each other like, what? I'm just going to assume. Look, Joel's been up for how long now? I mean, he was spry when he got here. You and I, we're like half dead. Yeah. So he's. He's at least got like four or five hours on us. Probably. Yeah. He's been talking about how he's had this night job that he's been working, so he's wide awake. Probably on Actually, some... Isn't that over with now? It's done now. Finally. Yeah, see. So, he got so. a good night's sleep. He's good. Okay. Except the jokes. Got some dope in you or something? Some wakey-wakey dope? I think maybe we should just move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the wakey-wakey dope, Chris, that caused him to think he could trim his own beard. Well, I'm just surprised he didn't grab a cup of coffee. Hey, there's nothing in front of him. That's what I'm saying. There's, no, there's something totally wrong. He's coffee. got no coffee. He's he awake. Guys, we got here at six o'clock. I mean, he's he's got no coffee. You were here at six. No, it was, it well, was okay. So I was I, I was late today, and I got here at six forty. And you you're always here before me. So even when I get here at six twenty, he's here before me. Really? Yes, every time. Shoot, I'm just leaving the house. I just like <laughs> to be here on time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So asbestos GoPro. Okay. Yeah. It's not not the camera. Get a professional, not GoPro. Get oh, yeah. a professional. You have to have a... Oh, it's crazy. Although, if you are going to take up asbestos on your own, get a GoPro and record it so we can all watch. <laughs> uh, watch the feds come in. Yeah, exactly. Gas, electricity, plumbing, get a professional. Duh. Absolutely. Uh, we talked about that quite a bit. Uh, DIY cosmetics. Like? Like lipstick on the windowsills and stuff like that. Painting, I think, is... you know A lot of people can get away with probably painting on their own. Not me. I lose patience. After I don't know. About there's five a minutes. there's a lot of people who think they can paint and then it looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. I pa- hate painting. My wife is really good at it yeah. and she enjoys doing it. I know how to do it. The problem is, is after five or ten minutes of it, I lose all patience and I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to power through this, and it's a disaster every time. Yeah. See, now I, I, I like to do my own painting, but I'll tell you what. After you see a professional, it's like, yeah. ooh, I'm not that good. <laughs> I hate I hate going in and doing a really nice job and then somebody does their own painting and they're like hey come take some pictures and I go and I'm like eh. don't credit me I'll take some when pictures, you post your but pictures I'm not online that up. yeah don't credit me oh I'd be happy to yeah I'm not putting that up I'm sorry yeah, yeah there's there's nothing like a professional paint job no I mean they just your walls are silky smooth and people will go out and buy like professional paint equipment to do it on their own because they think that's all they need well a lot of times they buy trash yeah. paint <clears throat> yeah and there's just a way of doing it that's going to work better if you don't do it all the time. We've had previous episodes on paint, too. Buying paint. Some right. pretty cool stuff, including vegan paint. Yes. 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 And yeah. then the $3 uh, gallon Walmart paint. We talked about that. Gosh, yeah. that'd be like that's water. A, that's a, yeah. It is. It's literally water. Uh, but that's a previous episode. Go to mtwyshow.com. That was a good one, too. Yeah. We do more good episodes than bad, I think. 
I hope so. For the most yeah, part. Yeah. I think we, I think we do. Uh, all right. So that's that's their list, guys. I mean, pretty pretty basic. Got us through two segments. <laughs> okay, that's what okay. we were looking for there. Yeah, yeah. Way to go. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're right we're right there at time. Look at that. So some some cosmetic stuff you can do on your own. Um, light demolition, which is the first thing that you guys said. Like, yeah, you can destroy stuff. That's cool. And but again, don't swing axes on walls adjacent no. to bathrooms. Okay, don't do that. I've seen that go bad. Um, but you did disagree on the DIY for buying your own materials and gave several examples of how that could go really bad really quick and cost a lot of money. So if you're going to get one of those things and and the designer and the contractor are all involved, just let them get the materials. Now, maybe if, because what ends up happening, we talked about this in a previous episode too, guys, is that sometimes things go on sale and somebody's not planning on doing the project, but they're like, I really like that, so I'm just going to go buy a bunch of it and they keep it in the garage for like a year. And then they bring in a professional and go, well, I have this, do something with it. That might be a case where buying your own material could work out uh, depending on on how their overall vision of their project is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Again, key, depending mm-hmm. on how their vision could be. Because you, you had actually had a story about somebody had something in their garage before and it didn't match what they wanted to do at all. Mm-hmm. And they had to redo everything. So Right. But they bought stuff that was on sale. So, All right, just keep that in mind. Uh, pretty much everything else, get a professional. Save you guys the hassle. Yeah. It's uh, plus it, it's a lot safer to do it that way too. A lot of danger involved in the plumbing, electrical, all of that stuff. Just that's just myth. myth. <laughs> like low bearing walls, right? Yeah. 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 No. No proof. No proof. Low bearing walls are our thing. All right, folks. <laughs> I feel like there should be a disclaimer. There I'm probably hoping, should be. Legal, hoping, legal is going to be all over that one. Yeah. I'm hoping the inflection of my voice is enough to know that I'm being sarcastic. All right. Um, we'll talk about. We guys want to talk about online ratings. Yeah, I think that. Because I was a little disappointed with you guys' online ratings. (laughs) We'll talk about that next. Measure twice here on 95.3 MNC. Like lack thereof. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Again, we help you envision your home's potential. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Any questions, any comments, want to listen to a previous episode, uh, go back and listen to something that we mentioned earlier. You can go to mtwiceshow.com, and we've got those episodes up there. All right. Online reviews. We kind of talked about this with the uh, episode about how the industry was changing and how the customer base is changing and the way that they shop and, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing, which we did three, four weeks ago. Um, online reviews are kind of a, an interesting thing. It was weird because I was just kind of perusing you know, looking for uh, for topic ideas, and I ran across the like the top twenty home renovation companies in Michiana or whatever, and I looked on there, and I noticed that neither of you were on there, in spite of your reputations. And I was like, "That's interesting." And and then I started looking at the reviews, and uh, it basically what it was was a um, a website had pulled all of the reviews only of companies that had registered on that particular website. I'm sure for a nominal fee, guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reviews were. There's one review. It was five stars. So they all had like one or two reviews. And <laughs> if <laughs> if you've been doing this for any length of time, you only have one or two reviews. Yeah, yeah it may not may not be a good sign uh, for you guys, but not for you, you two, but for whoever's out there with only one review after doing this for an extended period of time. And then that actually got us talking before the show about various other organizations, not just in your guys' respective industries, but in business in general, because I'm in business too, where they approach you and they're like, hey, 
we will let people know that you exist and we will uh, write nice reviews for you and, and build up your ratings online and your reputation mm-hmm. online and things like that, of course, for a nominal monthly fee. And we got to talking about how much of those ratings are fake. So much of them are fake and, and how ratings are probably not, if you're going to go do a, like a, a search engine rating thing, you got to be real careful about those things because a lot of them can have disgruntled former employees or competitors writing bad reviews. Right. And if somebody's not managing their reputation, um, those can get out of control real quick. And then you have those who are managing their reputation with a professional firm, which is flooding them with fake reviews of people who've never actually used the business. So reviews can be a very tricky and confusing situation for the consumer. That's so, absolutely right. I would say so. <laughs> it's one of the reasons we talk about word of mouth, right? Well, it's still king. I mean, referral right. is king. and you, so, so that's why I've never really concern, been concerned about online <laughs> review stuff because it, like, it's like you said. Most of that stuff is based off of how much I'm willing to pay somebody for it. Right. So the the website you were talking about, they've approached us before about putting our services on that website. Mm-hmm. And we have no interest in paying somebody to generate referrals for us when we already have referrals coming in. Right. And you don't know that they're the right referrals exactly. that they're sending to you because I've run into that same website who contacted us and oh we can do this 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 and this for you but it's only going to cost you this 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 a did month. you say it was like eight hundred dollars a month was the quote you got that's for our for for one of them for anyway. one of them okay but that would but we're approached by multiple okay. sites constantly and for eight hundred dollars a month I mean you can rank up there pretty darn high in Google on your own on your own yeah. right so you know because a lot of these places what they'll do is they'll the, hey if you pay us the hundred dollars a month not only will you get a place on our website but we'll help you with your seo right your, your name will get mentioned in our list it'll rank higher in google but if you spent that eight hundred dollars just in google advertising you could probably outrank them uh, on google anyway for those same search terms if you're doing it smart right well and, the, the problem with those things too is they'll they'll use your website to to bring traffic to theirs yes and so so what what will happen because i know some people who have had this issue before is people would click through on stuff that was supposed to go to their website and it would automatically go to the one that you were talking about Mm -hmm. to that website totally skip theirs and what was what was happening is at at that other website where it's it's for homeowners to go and find a professional then then those people will that homeowner if they do decide that they want to get some referrals they'll get three referrals of contractors might not even get that contractor's name as it all a depends on if you're up on your monthly payments yeah so <laughs> it, it, i mean it's it, it gets pretty convoluted pretty and, and so i just that's why i just stay away and when from you that go stuff. into business by the way this is one of the first bits of mail that you will get like when you get an official business license you get your your tax identification number and everything else you get flooded with mail you have to join our list you have to join this you have to join yeah. that you have to join this and uh people will will fork out the money because they're trying to build a business and like i need to advertise I, i've got to do this and here's the thing let me let me point out everybody who paid that website to be on that list that we talked about and had all those five star reviews. They all still only have one or two reviews, right? Because they're not getting necessarily they're not getting right referrals. They're not getting the right referrals <laughs> in so, some cases. Yeah, or the reviews are fake, and they have like one person named Sue. She works for this publication, and she's sitting there, and her job is to write reviews for people. By the way, that's a real job. There are people who are professional review writers, okay? Right. This is a, one of those um, do-at-home, stay-at-home mom jobs that happens. Like that entry, 
but this is people get paid a, a fair amount of money to go ahead and sit there and write reviews for stuff that they've never used, products they've never never owned, businesses they've never done anything with, probably not even in the same city as them. And you can see ads for this all over on the internet. Sit at home from the comfort of your uh, your kitchen with your bonbons and coffee and write reviews on stuff you've never used before. This is a real thing. And so people have to be really careful about this. Correct. Right. Testimonials are probably the, the best, and you don't have to pay for testimonials. At least with the testimonial, you can read it, and you can figure out if there's a language barrier issue. And because a lot of those language barrier issues are because the reviews are being written by people in other countries. <laughs> they get paid to do that. Um, and you can kind of see if it's a general... But cut and paste, or if it's really somebody who used the the product. No, but a testimonial is typically your customer, it's somebody you personally yeah, like worked with. Yeah, 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 yeah. That will give you a testimonial, you know, and you know that's reliable, and you're not paying right. somebody to do a testimonial unless you don't trust your cousin Eddie. <laughs> well, we all have that relative. It's called edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as we were, we we're talking about this too, because you know when we did the the program a few weeks ago on how the industry is changing and how younger customers and clients are they shop different than what some of the established companies want to do business as so like a lot of them don't want to list their prices and then you as the the distributor if you will you can't list prices on some stuff because the parent company won't let you but the customer wants to see the prices before they ever contact anybody so it becomes this whole weirdness on there and part of that is figuring out online reviews and i guess a perfect example of this is everybody knows that there are people who go on amazon and write reviews for stuff that they have never used or read right right a lot of people write bad reviews about businesses based on politics or something that happened in, in the public. There was a news story. They've never been there, but they're writing a terrible review about a company or a book. Uh, and, and it's all based on personal opinion and preconceived right. notions, and they're not real customers. But you know what's interesting? Um, from a consumer standpoint, when I'm going, if I go on Amazon, I do look at the rating. If I'm yeah, contemplating a we purchase. We all do, don't we? We all use it. We yeah. all psychologically go to that, mm-hmm. oh, it's got five stars. Right. Let me read these reviews. Oh, this only has three stars. I'm going with a five star. Uh, it's kind of the same concept for our businesses, too, but, but it's a little bit... The mindset of the today's consumer is if you don't have reviews, they kind of skip you. Right. But they don't realize that... Businesses know this, which is why they try to charge $800 a month correct, to correct. get a review, even if it's a fabricated review. Correct. But do you actually read the reviews, like if you go to Amazon? Because I look at the, the score, too. One or two. Okay. I don't go beyond that. But I find it interesting because I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm caught up in this trap. Right. Everybody, <laughs> right. right, we've been Pavloved into buying into this. And so if a company doesn't have reviews, you just automatically say, look, everybody knows who you guys are. Okay. Right. You guys are two, beyond the radio show, you are two very well-established companies that have been around for a long time that have great reputations. But if you go and search finding star reviews on you guys... Not going to happen. Right. Because you don't pay for it. Correct. <laughs> and, I won't, and I won't pay for it. Yeah, right. You don't need to and you shouldn't. Um, but there are companies out there that are not well established, don't have the, the good reputation with actual customers and clients, and they'll have higher reviews because they've paid for those reviews. You ever hear one of those commercials for the reputation management firms? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their entire job is to make sure any negative reviews of your company get deleted from the internet and positive ones replace it. Yeah. What do you think? They're contacting your real customers and asking for positive reviews, or do you think that they're making them up? Oh, they have to probably make them up. Of course. And uh, when you read those reviews on, like, Amazon and stuff like that, it's amazing how many people will give a one-star review for something that is not the product or, or service's fault. I mean, right. the package, uh, a, a, it looked like the mail lady drove over it to one star. 
Yeah. Product worked fantastic, though, still. It's like, <laughs> it's like okay, uh, probably not their fault. So people get really weird with how they write reviews, real customers. Um, and then at the same time, you have to understand that there are firms out there that uh, there's some very well-known ones we won't name, but have been around forever that everybody knows, household names, that sort of thing, that are also engaged in this and that a lot of people don't realize are engaged in this. And uh, some of that stuff will be, hey, if you kick in a little extra money, if you upgrade your membership, we'll just make sure we, we delete those bad reviews and consumer complaints about you. We'll just make sure that they don't ever get published and uh, your rating will be much better. So well, yeah, that, that's how you end up. how that happens. Yeah. yeah. Or they won't, I mean, they, they don't necessarily write reviews. You just pay for it. And okay, yeah, now mm-hmm. I'm uh, now I'm this four-star Better yeah. Business Bureau contractor or whatever. Yeah, exactly. What does that mean? <laughs> it's It means you paid for it. You've got to be very careful. Word of mouth is still the best way to do it. Uh, if you have yeah. an opportunity to see somebody's work, like, oh, hey, I just had uh, these these people come over and do my kitchen. Come look at my kitchen. Go look at the kitchen and take a look at the work. That's the best way because you can't always trust those online reviews. They can be very deceptive, and there is a whole economy behind them yeah. that, that isn't necessarily um, up to the, the, the businesses themselves. Well, and, and there's more to it. Like, if somebody has had the work done and then you're talking to them about it, they can they can give you insight into how were they to sure. work with you know I mean these here's the pros and cons because nothing no job's ever perfect how did they deal with some of the things that we ran into how have they been since right yeah these are all important things to factor in so information for the consumer plus information for business people who might be tempted by this stuff there's a lot of snake oil salesmen out there trying to get your money and be careful because it can really put you under a lot of money's involved in this right. yeah you got a lot more coming up measure twice here on Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel Hello, welcome back to Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. You're on 95.3 MNC, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Of course, if you want to uh, get a hold of us or listen to previous episodes, mtwiceshow.com is the place to go. Got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. Uh, so I ran into another article that has the... The home remodeling projects that could save you money. I'm always interested by these. Because most of the, most of anything, really, that anybody tells you, if you get this or you do this to save money, it will actually cost you more money to do that than you'll save. Right. It's usually how it works. Like electrical cars, right? Right. right. Uh, it'll save you, uh, you'll, it'll save money if you get an electrical car because you don't have to pay for gas. Except the electrical car will cost you $8,000 more than the gas would cost you. So. You just save on the gas. You just, yeah, you just. You're not polluting. Yeah, you are. Where's the electricity come from? Just, I was being sarcastic, okay? <laughs> we could get into this if we wanted to, yeah. but... I, I don't know. All of a sudden, I got really angry. Every Saturday morning. <laughs> I was waiting for Casey to jump uh, in there and do the same thing, but nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> see? I, look, I'm disciplined now, right? Yeah, wow. Uh, About I just, time. I just don't. The one time. I, I've only time. had like half a cup of coffee. I am just. I don't have the energy right now. Uh, homeowners often think about resale value when considering home improvements, but if you're not looking to sell anytime soon, there's another good reason to remodel. You could save on your homeowner's insurance. Consumer Reports <laughs> reveals the fixes that can get you big discounts on premiums. Big, big discounts. discounts. I'm interested. They piqued my interest here. What is the average on your homeowner's insurance a year? What, my, not a huge insurance? amount. Thousand? Uh, Twelve, eleven, twelve hundred. Okay. How much does a roof cost? Uh, depends on the roof, but in the materials, but six, 
eight, ten thousand. Okay. Yeah, one of the things is replace your roof. roof too. Replace you get big savings on your homeowner's insurance. You replace oh, your you roof. Know, if, if your roof is trash, it makes sense okay, because it saves not, the investment. Sure, right. but if it's not trash, right? Yeah. Well, you could save eight dollars a month by spending ten grand. Wow, that's a big. You're savings. saving some money right there. I didn't see any savings when we replaced ours. Of course, didn't even know we did. Are you supposed to call them and say, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of roof"? Yeah, I think you. I think you are. It, that's another thing too. Is like, yeah, a lot of this. I don't think the insurance company is going to give you a discount on. They're going to say, "Good for you." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that's great. Yeah, okay, give us a call when it, when it breaks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, replacing the roof can be one of the most expensive house repairs, but a sound roof prevents even more expensive problems like rot, structural damage caused by water leaks. Insurance companies know that. Explanation point. They know that, guys. Yes. See? See, I told you. It's going to save you some money. That's why replacing an old roof can really pay off in home insurance discounts ranging from 5% to a whopping 35%. What's 35% of 1000 bucks? Would that be 350 bucks? bucks? Yeah. Whoa. Well, you could save $350 a year. I doubt it. Yeah. Good There's luck. There's no way. Good luck in a 35% yeah. discount yeah. from your homeowner's insurance. Uh-huh. There's all the uh, the insurance people listening to us right now where they, they secretly hate us. Well, okay, they out- outwardly hate us. Secretly, they know we're telling the truth right now. Right. Right. They're like, I'm not going to give you a 5% discount, let alone a 35 It's a house. You're supposed yeah. to have a roof. Right. Right. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. And it's not supposed to leak anyway. So. Right. Right. Uh, no surprise, insurers are looking for upgrades that will improve safety and security. Uh, now, I've seen this where you, you add some uh, security features to your home, and you can save uh, like five bucks a month. Great. A lot of those will cost you a couple hundred grand. Or not hundred grand. So you'd I was going to say, bucks. wow. What, sorry, what, sorry, sorry. <laughs> those are some serious upgrades. Yeah, this, right. this, goes yeah, back, right. this goes back to us talking about the yacht security uh, a few a few months ago. What, you got those laser yeah, that beams laser, that you can't that, break that, the beam? Uh, and <laughs> that Saudi prince or whatever has that yacht that you can't even take pictures of anybody on the yacht because it has this laser detection beam that blinds every camera right it's I have cool. that in my house that's pretty sweet yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're trying to get that installed in Joel's naked room so we can spare the neighbors yeah uh, let's see why are they taking pictures of me in there oh. <laughs> dude that's my stance <laughs> that is my stance on this your house you, you can be want, on man. all kinds of websites there you, go. <laughs> there you go upgrading your electrical system to saver standards isn't glamorous but it also is a definite plus with insurance companies uh, consumer reports found that a company uh, that gives up to 8% discount to homeowners who upgrade their electrical and plumbing found a company a company one what is the name of a company uh, they, they or is that it they won't that's they the won't name of it Acme yeah. Acme, Acme uh, plumbing and heating Ac- no it's Acme Insurance Acme Insurance <laughs> do, do we remember? cheat them and how yeah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at some point in recent recent memory on this show we were talking about an organization that you could pay a lot of money to to get positive publicity we're talking about consumer reports right we were talking about that, right? We we're talking yeah. about being, you know, paying a company to, to get positive publicity and, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I seem to, seem to remember something with Consumer Reports and uh, Toyota. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Toyota uh, a couple of years ago. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm sure they don't do that now. No, absolutely not. Uh, See, so don't forget simple precautions like smoke detectors. Yo, you can get a discount for a smoke detector. I believe it. Yeah. What about a carbon monoxide detector? That would probably be the same thing. I would assume that. that. I would is, assume that. Is it a discount or more of an attaboy? Um, I would assume that you're if you didn't have one, and then you got one, that they would that it would be higher because I'm 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 assuming that they won't pretty much require you to have one, right? Yeah, but they're not going to give you a discount. It's you're, not a you're discount uninsurable when you're, without one, though, right? Uh, Aren't assuming. you uninsurable? Doesn't code mandate that you have a fire detector? Well, yeah, code. I'm both mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, if, if you're not up to code, you can't be insured, right? Well, how do uh, they I don't know, know that they don't come in and do an audit. They don't. Not for mm-hmm. homeowners. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering is how do they I mean like Imagine so. that phone call though. Like, hey yo, we got uh, we got smoke detectors in the house. Like, yeah, so 
someone to discount on my insurance. I'm like, you've always had smoke detectors. No, 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 we lied to you. We didn't, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. we didn't have them. Now we do, though, so we want a discount. <laughs> right. Uh, stationary generator uh, to keep everything humming in a power outage, and you might also get a discount. Okay, we live in generator country. Anybody got a, a, a home, homeowner's insurance discount on for having a generator? Anybody? I can't. Anybody? Uh, it doesn't even no, make sense. Never no. heard of it. Never in my life have I heard of it. I'm going to call my insurance company this week, though. Yeah, I would. I would. Because I've had a generator try, for a couple of years, and I, I have not been getting you the try benefits. To get the, yeah, see if they'll they'll give you the discount retroactively. Here, here's what I know is going to happen. They're going to. Oh, you have a generator. That's something else that we have to insure. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Your rates go up. It just right. went up. Yeah, that's right. How expensive was your generator? Is it gas powered? Well, yeah. we're gonna have to charge you more. Right. Right. I don't know if you're not gonna do it. Your, yeah, it's flammable. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't know if you're uh, gonna use it in the house or not. This article yeah. was written by an insurance adjuster. You know it. They're trying to get uh, get rates to increase. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, this is uh, this is hysterical. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, they were saying the smoke alarms. By the way, certain types of fire alarms and smoke alarms can get you two to six percent insurance discounts. Wow. Sure. Man. Like I said, anybody who has that, let us know. mtwishow.com, because I don't yeah, buy it. I am very interested lies. in if there's anybody that has that. Anybody who has done any of these things and got a discount on their homeowner's insurance or their renter's insurance, we want to hear about it. Yep. mtwishow.com. Go to the contact us page. Uh, well, there are the security things. I could see that. Security Certain things, kinds yeah, of we locks. Can, we can, yeah, I can see that. Sure, sure. You can, Because you can, I did get a discount for having a, a home alarm system once. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't no two to six percent or whatever it was. It was like right. like five bucks. You know, whatever. Right. It was negligible. You almost didn't notice it, uh, and you paid more for the the alarm system than you did for the the discount that you right. got. Sure. Oh, yeah. Now that doesn't mean that it's not worth it. I'm not saying in that case because it might very well be worth it. Home security is very important. Um, but I would be interested to note if anybody else called up their their insurance company like, yo, I got a generator. I want a discount. I want to see if that worked out for them. Right. Yeah. Or the smoke detector. No, no, we installed a, a different brand of smoke detector. I want a discount. Yeah. Yeah. I. I bull. <laughs> I mean, if you if there's something that you want to do that's going to save you actual money in your house, replace your incandescent light bulbs with LED light bulbs. Bingo. Right. Heck yeah. That's going to save they you money. They even got the Bluetooth ones now. Yeah. You just screw them right in, yeah. Bluetooth your uh, your phone throughout your house. You don't need a, a whole home system anymore. Just screw right. in a light bulb. Yep. yep. You're good to go. That and just keep your HVAC system maintained. Yeah. Those that. two things are going to save you money. Yep. You know it. I'm pretty sure that I need to handle my HVAC system this year. Power bills are like twice as much as they were last You're year. You're supposed to change the filters yeah. periodically there, Casey. Well, well you don't <laughs> need to change it. Listen. That's kind of a I'm pointing, I'm pointing to my noggin. You don't need to change your filters. You don't have one in there. Well, that's true. Oh, see? Geez. Better airflow. Thank you for listening. Measure twice. You're on 95.3 MNC. So, yep, they get outside the That's box, right. guys. That's right. Filters are a scam. <laughs> You'll have a wonderful weekend and get mtwishow.com. Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. Have a wonderful week again, and we will see you uh, next Friday, or actually Saturday. Saturday. We record on Friday, but yep. whatever. We're leaving now. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. If you have any questions for us, go to our website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And make sure you tune in next week to Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.